This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Gold Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've got uh, our founder back with us, Rocky Fleming. Welcome, Rocky. Thanks, Brian. Had to get get you before you got out of here. Yeah, that's right. Because you're heading out tomorrow right. on the Fan the Flame Tour, Part 3, I think, yeah, right? That's right. Tell us where you're going. Going to Columbus first, Columbus, Ohio, and with Mike Stanley and his, his folks up there who's He's a great guy. He's a great champion, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, and it's so so good to join them and and uh, offer any kind of encouragement that I can, uh, along with my wife Sally mm. and our dog Joy, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and be encouraged because that's what generally happens when I get out there with these people. And then after being there for a couple of days, a couple of nights, and. Uh, spending time with them and speaking to their groups and all that. Headed up to Temperance, Michigan, where we'll, we'll be with Mike and Angie mm. uh, Malik, who are doing a w- wonderful job up there. And uh, they've got a real good thing going. Mm. And uh, and uh, we've never been to Michigan, by the way. Mm. And it's going to be fun to do that. And we're looking forward to being with them. And it's kind of a suburb. It's I, I won't know if it's a suburb, but it's not far from Detroit, Michigan. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. It's it's a, a little bit above Toledo and mm-hmm. and below Detroit. Mm. And uh, and, uh, and I'm learning a lot about the upper and lower peninsulas and all of that of Michigan. And ah. and uh, this it's on the east, the far east. It's far east part of the state. Uh, but we're going to try to get a little bit of time over on the Great Lakes when we get there, just to spend a little time up there a couple of days before we head home. Mm. Never been there. Wow. Well, I might stow away in your in the back there because <laughs> I want to see all those people too. <laughs> well, yeah, we might have to do that. Right <laughs> you know, I was just thinking 21 years ago, you would have never thought you'd be talking like this, that I'm heading up to Michigan and Ohio. You just thought this was maybe a Northwest Arkansas regional I, thing or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I say it's all long. Is it, you know, I don't know if anybody, why they'd call me a visionary. I'm not a visionary. I just try to walk it out with Jesus. And, and I find myself in these places <laughs> doing these things and, you know, with downloads of information and, you know, it's just like I never I never wrote the narrative of my life. Mm. I didn't write that. Yeah. I, I tried to and it didn't work. And and uh, and he changed. He, he when I started really trusting him, when I when I, I would say consecrated myself to him is when he began to uh, actually reform me. Mm. Uh, and change me to to into what I am and what I do. It's been a process that, uh, but it began with that consecration, mm. and that's when you just basically say, "I'm yours, all in, personal abandonment, absolute trust." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what that means, uh, but you do, and mm. you know your plans, and your plans are good, and I trust you. Mm. And uh, and when we do that, I think every every Christian when they do that, then. He will take you at that point and begin to reform you for something very special that mm. he'll have you be a part of. 
You know, I don't, I don't know if this connects, but I just want to bring it up because we, we read our commencement the other night and we were talking about abiding again, where everyone's always trying to figure out what does abiding really mean or what does it look like? And I, and I brought this up and I think it was, it felt like the power of the Holy Spirit inspiring me, but I was thinking about how we, Jesus calls us the bride and he's the groom. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's clear in scripture that, yeah. that we're, it's like a marriage, right? Yeah. But I mean, you've heard this before. People say too many people are dating Jesus. Mm -hmm. They haven't decided to get married. Yeah. And when you said consecration, I thought about marriage. I mean, I mean, when you decide to get married to somebody, you're giving your whole life to them. Yeah. I'm going to give you the rest of my life. I'm going to give you everything. I'm, we're going to share assets. We're going to share everything. And I'm giving you myself, giving myself to you. And you're making a big commitment. You're mm. at least doing it the way I think God intended it. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? It, it, instead of just flirting around with my faith, I'm saying, no, I'm going all in. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like consecration? It, well, it is. I think that I, I really do believe that... It, that is a. That's when we step through the door of the inner chamber, mm. honestly. And now that we have not been fully developed, it's just we're in a position now to be developed. Yeah. And uh, and the process means that he he says, okay, let's go. And I have found that uh, I really do believe this that if any of us will get to that point where we'll consecrate our life for him to him, for his purposes. And then simply trust him from that point to do that which needs to be done, that he will he will be leading us on a path that will lead us to the desires of our heart. Mm. Now, now along the way, the heart will be changed, mm -hmm. uh, and because a lot of times the desires of my present heart will not give me the desires of my future heart mm -hmm. if it stays the way it was. So that's that's why it says in the scriptures where he said that I'll take away your heart of stone. Mm -hmm. I give you a new heart. And and I think that that is the transforming process. I think that's the sanctification process um, of a Christian. And when we begin to finally abandon ourselves to him and trust him, then he has now the unrestricted freedom to, to make of, of us the men and women that he wants us to be and ultimately what we will want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'm I'm still thinking about this marriage metaphor. And you're right. When you first get married, it's not like you have it all figured out. I mean, mm -hmm. you're struggle. You have most people struggle, especially the first few oh, years yeah. of marriage, because they're because they're they're trying to get what they want out of the marriage, mm -hmm. and and they're bringing their selfishness and all that into a marriage, and they're they're realizing they're not getting what they want um, by doing that by digging their heels in. It's only when they start letting go and and serving the other one that they start. And, and, you know, you've been married now how many years? 55 years. 55 years. Wow. So Last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. It was just uh, last week. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you. I, it's interesting, too, the marriage analogy. I think uh, some people grow distance as they are, say, together longer. Huh. And I think it's because they never became we. It was always you and me. Mm. But I think when we become we... Is when uh, and that and Christ at the center of it. By the way, he's he's the one that pulls us together and keeps us together, mm. and then nurtures our relationship into being something that's Christ honoring. Mm. Uh, you know, I really do believe that uh, in the abiding relationship, that my relationship with Him has bridged over with the fruit affecting my wife. Mm -hmm. And, and, of course, her abiding in him has bridged over and affected me. Yeah. 
And so that's, that is the Christ-centered marriage right there. Mm. In fact, we even can call it the abiding marriage. That's right. Right? That's right. Well, we had one of our staff guys yesterday, we were just talking, and he said, he goes, I don't know why I resisted the idea of a couple's journey group for so long, because he finally is doing one. And he said, it's beautiful to watch God getting hold of a man and wife side by side. Yeah. And, they, and he's see, seeing them come closer together. Yeah. And you know, Brian, when we were, when we were think tanking that years ago, thinking that maybe we need to write a different uh, curriculum and all mm-hmm. that for it. That's right. We chose not to. And, and the reason why is we, we took had another decision, too. When we said a couple's journey, we didn't say a marriage journey. Right. That's right. And the reason why we said that is because we haven't changed the DNA of the journey because the DNA is vertically oriented, not horizontally driven. Mm-hmm. So if you make it about marriage, you're driving it horizontally. Right. But if you make it about Christ individually, that it will draw us together, husband and wife will be drawn together as we move closer to him. Mm-hmm. And as a result, that's where we begin to see the fruit uh, now showing up in our marriage, in our relationship with each other. Yeah. It's all about the individual's uh, abiding relationship, but in a marriage, that bridges our relationship with each other. Yeah, I mean, I remember the at very first our thought was, we want men who've been through the journey, so they've kind of gotten their stuff figured out somewhat and then uh, then they invite their wife on the journey but then then the temptation was the men thinking that they've got to go disciple their wife we said no we want you to think of yourself as brother and sister on this journey almost like it's all about each of your it's still about you individually on your journey and her on her you know she on her journey yeah and so anyway we've seen it it works <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen tremendous fruit out of that and yeah. you know the fruit of reconciliation oh yeah Remarriage, yeah, <laughs> babies that come out of remarriage, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and uh, we've seen, uh, gosh, oh, so many things that mm-hmm. has affirmed us in in saying that there's more to this thing about bearing fruit than we can imagine. It when Jesus said, "You'll bear fruit when you abide in me," it, it 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 reaches out to so many horizontal levels mm-hmm. in our life and relationships. Yeah. Uh, even ourselves that we can't even imagine it. That's right. Well, and I, and we had a verse in mind for today and I think it, I think we will be able to tie it back into what we've been talking about because you, you mentioned absolute trust, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I wrote a blog that came out this week about, um, based on this verse that I'm going to talk about and it, it's in out of John chapter two. And it's right after Jesus' first miracle when he turned the water to wine, you know, and everybody was like, wow, you know, who is this guy? And then the very next scene is he's in the temple overturning the money changers' tables because he's angry because they're turning into a market. You know, it should be a house of prayer. And then they're hating him. So they're loving him and they're (laughs) hating him, right? And then uh, if you pick up in verse 23, it says, uh, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But this is the peculiar part, and we're going to talk about this. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and he needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in a man. <laughs> and so it's it's interesting because it was it was talking about how he's not going to entrust himself to them, you know. And I, I took that in my little blog about you know, on one hand, they loved him, right? So he could he could entrust himself to that. Yeah. Like, oh, they love me, you know? 
or then the next scene they hated him and he could look at that and say oh maybe i'm a i'm a bad person because they hate me you know and and we tend to we do that you know a lot of mm-hmm. times we we base how we feel about ourselves what we're doing based on man's praise or curses oh, yeah. all the time yes and then it makes us not trust other people even you know sometimes because we feel like they're not we're not sure about other people we don't trust other people you know so what do you what do you make of all this well Ricky? it keeps you from me us from developing yeah if if we have our trust placed in the wrong place yeah now here's the thing about it uh, we we have to trust people right yeah, right we have to but you need to have a, a healthy expectation that they're not perfect yeah uh, and and this gives us a maybe a leg up on the grace that's going to be required when we see that our, our wife messed up, our husband messed up, and our friend messed up, or, you know, I messed up. I mean, the whole gamut of mistakes that we as humans make mm-hmm. and how important it is to look at each other as, as God looks at us. He's pulling for us to repent and recover, learn from it, and keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's why grace is so essential. And and I think that I think that if we if you read that in context, there there might have been several reasons why what was going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, he had this great miracle. Now they want to push him to be the king right now. Right, right. They wanted a militant disciple. I mean, militant Jesus. Right. That would go in and uh, get rid of the Romans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they they gonna have an agenda. And I think that's one of the things that we have to be aware of sometimes is that even with the best of people, there's a hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. And yet, why is it that we're told to test the spirits, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because there's just a propensity in mankind to um, maneuver mm-hmm. and, and try to uh, have an agenda behind the scene and, and I think Jesus was saying, I know your agenda. Mm. I know the agenda behind the scene here. Mm. I'm aware of it. Uh, I don't trust you because of it. But that didn't change his grace. Right, right. See, that's the key. It didn't change who he is because of the way we are. Mm-hmm. To me, that makes me love him more. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it makes me understand he knew the struggle we have in this life. Mm-hmm. We all struggle with that. He would look at me with great love and compassion and he would say, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to agree with him. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, scripture talks about the heart. The heart is deceitful above all who can trust it. You know, I mean, yeah. and I think, yeah, he knows what's in, he knows of our sin nature. Yeah. You know, um, he can not entrust himself to us, but he can love us, you know. And, you know, it's that love yeah. that I think is is a metamorphosis in our life that makes us trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, trustworthy, worthy of being trusted. Mm-hmm. Our integrity is, is, is intact. And if it is, we're worthy to be trusted. You know, we, we're not doing the typical scheming behind the scenes that we grew up with. We're not, we're not driving an agenda. We're not manipulating and maneuvering and all that. And I did it with the best of them. Uh, and I think the purification of his trust um, to love me, his trust in himself to love me, 
who is unworthy of trust has made me want to be like him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he does with us. I think that's what the abiding relationship does for us. It, it starts helping us want to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, and being trustworthy is a, is a real big component of that. Well, and I, the, the gist of my blog was really that like Jesus, uh, we, we know we can trust God. He's always trustworthy. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the more we trust God, I think the more it helps us trust other people or, or at least entrust them to God. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about one time I was talking to you about one of my daughters and I said that um, God was telling me like the sailboat analogy that I had her boat tied to my boat mm -hmm. and that he was telling me, Brian, <laughs> you got to cut the rope. You got to let her go. Mm -hmm. And you said, you said one time, you said, you're not letting her go. You're entrusting her to the Lord. Yeah. And, and I like that better because it's not like I'm done with you. You're out of here. I'm letting you go. No, you're just entrusting the hurt, which means I'm going to trust God with her. Right. And that's kind of that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. We're talking about it even in all the people we deal with. Like you mentioned marriage or I was thinking of a lady this morning. who was saying she was having a hard time with the church, you know, because they let her down or something, you know, and even people in the church, you know, yeah. we have to entrust them to the Lord. Well, you know, it's, it, I think it's relevant uh, uh, we, you know, we're moving forward with a movie uh, at, at a pretty good little pace now. Uh -huh. And one of the things that we've done is we've brought in some really wise, godly journey brothers uh -huh. who are, are heading the team up on that. Right. And I, I, uh, I've been a part of the formation of it, but I've always said that I don't want to be uh, part of the business part of it. You right. know, I'll be there for the, a consultant for you. Mm -hmm. And you and, and Jed uh, are writing the screenplay mm -hmm. and uh, and doing a great job. I'm, I'm, I think we're all excited about what we're seeing. But you got other people that have got to be a part of the process. And these people are very, very wise and, and successful in their own rights professionally. Mm -hmm. and, and yet they have that heart and, uh, and that heart for Christ. And so uh, I think that the DNA is going to stay within that. And we need to always fan the flame that the, the DNA of our walk with Christ be the driving factor in the making of that movement, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and it'll be challenged, obviously. But uh, because I am semi-backing away now, which means I'm entrusting it, to your, the team that's been assembled here. Uh, I was asked by one of the team members, he said, that must be kind of a hard thing for you to do. I mean, it's admirable, whatever. And I said, well, it's really not. And I said, now, keep in mind, I don't trust you, <laughs> <laughs> but I trust God with you. Right, right. I trust, I trust the team that he has assembled, and I, I trust... I am entrusting it to him mm. so that he can guide you guys. And I don't have to be a part of that. Mm. I can let him do that. And uh, But that's why I've always said and say this, and will say this, that you, you men have got to keep your souls healthy. Mm -hmm. You've got to keep in that contact with him because if you do that, then you'll be under his leadership and inspiration and, and he will do something magnificent. Mm. 
But if 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 it goes the way Satan wants to do it, he'll he'll divert or he'll divide the leadership. Mm-hmm. That's his work. And you know we've got to have a battle plan against that. And so we're calling for a lot of prayer. Yeah, that's right. A lot of prayer. With that's right. Well, I I want to just say that I've witnessed you for quite a few years now. You know, and from the very beginning when I met you, you've been like, you haven't tried to control this thing. You've always been holding even the journey like loosely because you're like, I, this is God's thing. Yeah. You know, if it's going to reproduce, if it, you know, you've really held it loosely. I remember that when we were in Egypt and uh, on the last day, we'd been trying our best to communicate this kind of stuff yeah. to these guys in Arabic through translation, which we weren't sure it was connecting. <laughs> and you said you were kind of burdened one morning. We were sharing a room and you, you said, man, I'm just burdened. We're leaving. And I don't know if I've. And then you said that the Lord helped you, and you said, "Holy Spirit said, I'll take it from here." Yeah, you've done your part. Now I'll take it from here. Yeah, and then that—I mean—that's just it. Yeah, you know, the other connection on that is that He said, "Even my Son did His part." Right. Yeah, and my Spirit took it from there. That's right. You've done your part. Uh-huh. Now I'll take it from here. Yeah, and. It, the reason why it's easier for me to, to trust is because I never have seen me have the ability to do what I do. Yeah. Uh, God has given me capability to do, but never have I had the ability to do it. it ha- it's ha- I've had to be completely dependent on Him. Yeah. For every aspect of this thing. And and I think when you get that way, then, then there are things that are downloaded to you that just put things in order. I mean, it just unpacks like that and and one of the things that I have always believed is that 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 God made me a, a vessel to do what I did but he made me the vessel I didn't make myself that mm-hmm. and I think everything that's been written or made is not the vessel yeah but the one who made the vessel and that's the right. one who fills the vessel with the words the thoughts and so it's easy for me to hold that, Lucy. Well, and I think you've, I think you fought, you fought to keep that at the forefront for all of us leaders. That yeah. it can't be about us. It right. can't be about our agendas. It can't be about our control. Right. Can't be corporate. You know, it's right. got to be God yeah. and the Holy Spirit, and and He's, He's greater than we can even imagine. Yeah. You know, He does things that we don't even make sense. I mean, He does. If we try to fit Him into a box or our agenda or our perception of what needs to happen, we're going to miss it a lot of times. Well, we do miss it. And and I want to tap into something far greater than what I can do or what man can produce. Right. And and I think that's the battle. Wrestling with God is like giving up this illusion that I, I can do great things for him. Right. The best thing I can do is let him do great things. Mm-hmm. And I, I play a, a small part in it mm-hmm. by surrender and putting myself out there so use me ever how you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the the ego thing is, that's the battle that's fought and won right there. Is we no longer see it as ourself or our agenda. Mm-hmm. Now, the only, the only thing that I would say that I have done is try to protect the DNA of this thought process and the surrender process that we're, we're discussing here because I truly believe that that is why this ministry has been anointed. Mm-hmm. Is that we have followed that DNA for the last twenty-two years, mm-hmm. and uh, when we've had people that deviated from it, we had to fight the battle. 
uh, with them and bring them bring them back in or let them go because that's who we are. That's the way we operate. And, uh, and we've got to do that. And if we do that, I think God will just keep on blessing this ministry. And I think if we, if we do that with the movie, I think he'll bless that. I think that, you know, our, our heart is to make hundreds of thousands of disciples out of that people Mm -hmm. that see it and, and are exposed to you know, our heart for discipleship and and uh, the journey uh, that, that we would be able to adequately follow up on that. And that's another prayer. It goes right along with producing this movie. And that is we are in it for making disciples. So now we've got to start praying about the follow up on that, what that looks like. And we don't have the answers right now. Well, you said something that really hit me the other day. You said um, Satan has had a stronghold in media mm-hmm. and we're tapping into his territory, talking about bringing this movie into that territory. Yeah. And uh, and we've been feeling yeah. opposition. Oh, you know? yeah. We've been seeing temp- temptations to divide or divert yeah. to, to for hell to break loose. I mean, mm-hmm. and even personal attacks on our families. And all. We've been feeling it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, you know, again, I look at it as a battle. Uh, that that uh, we're getting ready to go into a battleground that uh, and and we've got to have so much unity in each other and dependence on each other and dependence on the Lord. We just cannot go into this thing without the awareness that, that what we're facing mm-hmm. and have it covered. Now, I do believe in the superiority of God and his weaponry for us. Yes. If we'll use it. That's right. And if if we incline our heart to him and and, he, and let our relationships and our agenda be based on that, I think it keeps us in the center of his battle plan. Yeah, yeah. And I think because we've been trusting God, he's been helping us wrestle through this stuff. And now some, we've made some advancement I yeah. think because we haven't fallen for the trap of, yeah. of getting engaged in conflict or anything like that. It's, we let lo- the Lord lead this. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, but it, but again, we're going to be getting outside of our realm here. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're going to be entering, enter into, you know, there are things that, uh, I mean, th- 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 this is not going to be a project of influencers, dot uh, uh, org, the, the nonprofit. Right. And we we're going to center on, what influencers does in making disciples, but influencers uh, global will be responsible for the follow up. You know mm. that's where our our activation is going right. to really really come about. Then that's where the real work begins. Yeah, and I still think it's. We were talking earlier about the darkness in the world, and yeah. you know you don't have to look very far to figure that how dar- mm. dark and confused people are and lost and. And we, we get perplexed on what do you do about it. Yeah. And I continue to believe, get them into a journey group, you know, yeah. point them toward Jesus. He'll deal with them. He'll yeah. show, he'll lovingly show them what they need to see yeah. and help them find their identity and all that kind of stuff. And this is this movie is part of it, I think, is his way to reach more people. It's an old realm. Yeah. You know, if 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 he honors himself with it and it and it and it awakens the heart, the 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 human heart's need for their creator mm-hmm. uh, and having that intimacy with him. If it'll awaken that in them, then that's where we can show them how to find what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't have any idea at this particular point 
what that follow-up would look like. Uh, the movie project will probably be the best part of two years to yeah. produce it. Yeah. And during that time, we've got another man that's going to be working on the 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 follow-up. Uh, and we don't know what that'll be. You know, we have a we have a model right now that trains guides to build groups, but but we do also have a curriculum that is so refined that people can build groups and never have been trained and mm-hmm. and just follow the curriculum as it's laid out and it will produce what it always produces. Mm-hmm. So I think that we might have to release it to to let it let and trust, it go. <laughs> and trust God yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the foundation of the DNA and the purity of that has been well established, well documented. And well supported, and and we have to continue messaging that. Um, but we don't know yeah. what to do now, or, or right now. We don't know what to do. Yeah. But we we believe God's going to lead us and show us. Yeah, that's right. And it, it'll be organic. It'll be it'll be things that we're not even thinking of. Yeah. I'm sure he's he's already got the plan in place. Yeah. You know. So, but like always, we want to kind of figure it out, right? We want to we want to fix it or figure it yeah. out or whatever. And, I'm afraid we're just going to have to trust every step of the way on this thing. Well, in James, you know, it talks about don't say you're going to go into another land and you're going to make uh-huh. money there, this, that, and the other. It says instead say, if the Lord be willing. Yep, that's right. Well, that's, I'm saying that more and more now. My great great aunt said that all the time. I never understood what she was yeah. saying. She always said, Lord willing, yeah. Lord willing. I never knew what she was talking about. <laughs> you know, uh, we have established up front and, and, and presently right now that we would welcome a closed door. That's right. And the reason why is because uh, a lot of times if you're driven, you'll try to you try to break down a door. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to make make something, even though it's a worthwhile endeavor, you have you have ambition. And 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 a lot of times when we get a closed door on that, we won't take it. Yeah. We look for another uh, route. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way we operate, because we believe that an open door, open door will follow a closed door, and it's kind of like God directing us in a maze. Mm-hmm. You know, one's closed here. You go down the hallway. Oh, there's the open one. So it's kind of like that. Uh, and so this is where you have to put your ambition aside. Uh, and it, and we're saying it's what we want to do f- for you and with you. Uh, but not for ourselves. Yeah. Well, you know, I always say you got to sift through all the good ideas to get to the God ideas. Yeah, true. You know? And I, and I yeah. think we have determined this is a God idea. We do. I mean, at least where we unless are now. Unless he closes the door. Unless he changes his, his yeah. mind on it or yeah. whatever. But yeah. Well, thank you, Rocky. Good thoughts. And I'm glad we're letting people in on a little bit of the what's going on with the movie so yeah, they can be sure. praying for us and thinking about, you know, how they can help in some way. So, uh, uh, hey, have a great trip. Thank uh, you. I know you say hi to all those people for me. I, I love, love all those people, great people. Remind so, me to take pictures, would you? Please take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, maybe you can appoint a photographer when you get there. Yeah. Find someone who can take pictures. Uh, uh, yeah. Seriously. I mean, anyway. Hey, well, maybe we need to have one follow me around. <laughs> we do. We do. Like, like the president. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, well, hold they'll, on. They'll see me stumble a lot, I tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Well, hey, uh, you've been listening to the Influencers Network podcast. I'm here with Rocky Fleming, our founder, and uh, 
we, we love just sharing hearts and uh, sharing conversations that we talk about here in the office, sharing these with you so you can uh, process them. And hopefully this inspires you on your journey. So uh, if you want to check any of our podcasts out, you can find them wherever you stream your podcasts or you can go to our website, influencers.org, where we try to keep everything updated there. And there's also blogs and resources and all sorts of stuff you probably don't even know is out there. Go check our website out because people are surprised how good it is. So anyway, my name is Brian Craig. I'm executive director for Influencers Global Ministries. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you today.